0: Father, we thank you. We actually we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Everyone can be you as we see ourselves in you. The name alone is glorified. That's where we define. Amen. 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 All right. Bible I think this is too. Um, We'll just start with um, quite some quite some trying to understand what the Bible is all about. And if you if you listen to One very well, I think I talked the one one, uh, I think about two years ago, right? Yes, sir. Two years ago. All right. So, and if you listen, I, I was explaining the role of, um, if I can remember correctly, I was explaining the role of a um, Bible interpreter, that the role of a Bible interpreter is such that he interprets the scriptures. He makes sure that he can communicate the scriptures in the light that you may understand. Now another question that people can ask is, what is the Bible? Because for us to even have a Bible interpreter, we must be able to understand what is actually the Bible. So I have some a, quite a, a bit of a divination here. and I, 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 this is written here. And I wrote the Bible is a piece of literature and that is it is written to be read, interpreted and understood with the consideration of regular use of words. How come again? The Bible is a piece of literature and that connotes that it was written to be read, interpreted and understood with the consideration of regular use of words. So that would mean that I need to understand the Bible, if you if you want to understand the Bible, you must understand what is written in the Bible and it has to be followed through like a clear perspective of the words that is applied. So now, it means that you must see this Bible as a piece of literature such that um, a lot of people have mystified this book. A lot of people have seen the Bible as um, a book of, ah, just let me open it. Do you, if I will tell you um, if the word of God falls down, Satan, what what's that? Was that mischief about that? That say if the Bible falls down, it's a sin. It's a sin that the Bible should fall down. Why would you allow the Bible fall? Then people have brought up stories of years ago where they said the whole house burns. I've heard that story before. The house burns, then everybody only the Bible was not born It's a lie. Ah. <clears throat> how come we not seen that Bible that has not burned? Or at least let them snap it for us. Go and try it. Go and put fire in this thing. Maybe it will not burn. Just go and, just go to the your, your gas cooker when you get home in the night and just uh, put it close. Maybe you will not see flames. So a lot of people have mystified the Bible to make sure that ah, this thing cannot burn. Nothing can happen to the Bible. Even if it falls inside the water, or not, it will not even go. It will not even uh uh, it will not go soggy, you know, like, what what they say? How, how do they say that, that one? It will not go, well, the Bible will not get wet, you know, so, everybody just mystified this Bible, especially. and this is our, our, our I would say, I would say everybody, I would say Pentecostals most especially, and because, we Pentecostals, we, I think, we, we're, so we're going to, we're going to explain what this Pentecostalism is all about, and we're going to explain it, and, look at where to divide the line and all of those things but so now we've we've taken this bible as such that we cannot even uh growing up your parents will tell you are. uh and, I, and i'm speaking i think for because as charismatic people especially people with non-dominational background uh, i don't know much about the other points because i didn't grow up with the other parts <laughs> so no uh, and so you, you they take this bible as such that in fact, I remember when I was much younger, I think I, I, my Bible was missing or it was lost or something. And the mother was like, you allowed the Bible to lose? Something like that. And I was like, ah, it's just... it's not just. It's not just. Why is it just? I was like, okay, it's not the problem. So, now, we've taken it that way, such that when we want to talk, especially when we want to argue theology or talk about it, don't let me use the word argue, when we want to talk about theology, this is like a mystifying thing. When you start talking about the Bible, people are mystifying it for you. People are making it making you say that ah, what are you saying? what, what, what are you not saying? So now, the Bible is a piece of literature such that what, what is written, such that what is written has to be read. You have to read it like how You would have read, read your chemistry textbook and seek to understand it, Are you get to what I'm saying. You read it how you wanted to read your physics textbook, and you wanted to read. Um, I'm somebody I'm a student of history. Let me use that for let me use that word. In fact, this morning I was still studying. If, if you check the daily hours of this morning, I kept sending things into the group chat and all of those things. I was reading something, I was reading about um. This guy, um, um, John Wesley and the Calvinism theology and uh and uh the uh, this guy Whitefield, John Whitefield, and all of those things. I found out that those guys were, were good friends in the early 80s. I was just reading what happened and how to so they had some issues and the friendship divided. So now look at this is something I found out with that story. They kind of have some issues, and the issues. These two guys have some issues, and that friendship is like saying, um, two of you here right now, you are good friends now. Let's say both of you are in this church, you believe the same thing before, but because you both now have a problem, you now decided to stay with the doctrine so much. And this one has already traveled, so you are Let's say, favor, and you are there now. So, favor, you are in Rochester, and favor because you people are good friends. You now are teaching something of what he saying and telling people that what he is saying, because you have a problem, what he is saying is a wrong thing. That, okay, what she, what, are both of you believe the same thing, though? but you not are creating a slant from those things and saying, okay, let, let's just use a, a vague example and say, Jesus is God. Or Jesus is the Son of God. So you now say, you know, there's this theology flying around saying Jesus is not the real, is not the only Son of God. All of those things. And you're, you wondering, uh, will you now say Jesus is not the Son of God anymore? Jesus is still the Son of God. But now let's just bring it to an example form. So you are now saying Jesus is not really the Son of God. But both of you believe that Jesus is the Son of God before. But because you have problem with with in your day now, in your day now I've traveled to. America, um, other states to go and preach and because you could all reach. So by I then she come back, and then I've found that a lot of the disciples that she has raised, people that have uh, followed and believed in that before, when she was still here in Rochester, now started attacking the doctrine, like saying, ah, they even started attacking that you are a false person, this and that and that they're following you. And that was how a sect was created. And that's how today there is that. Um, um I, I found out and the, the beauty about those things is both of them now resolved their issues until today. There is still that faction of the Calvinism theology, and I can't I can't remember. I, I'm gonna check it again, maybe after this section to tell you, and uh, one other doctrine, until today there is that faction just because of two guys who did not resolve their issue and now they now settle the issues but the two people could not merge until today the world is still suffering from that issue so you so now doctrine or theology has been a major deal from time immemorial that was why if you look at in the bible when when um Peter was to talk, or when Paul was to talk in Galatians 2. Look look at what Peter said. Go to Galatians 2. Look at Galatians 2. So, I I want you to, and one of the things, I want you to, why are we doing Bible notices and all of those things? I want us to be so astute on doctrine, such that you you can stand anywhere to talk, and you are not talking like, you are not talking like, like someone that uh you're not looking like somebody that is just you know a lot of people just like to bring mysteries from the bible the mystery of the of the egg and the stone the mystery of the divine favor the mystery of this are you not wondering shafa what verse and the problem of bible study has been that a lot of people have not studied the bible contextually they pick the Bible because they want to get a rema that thing called rhema. Let this thing speak to you, so they will not twist things, twist things, twist things till the shall bring us something. You know, saying, "Hmm, deep. I was the deep thing, the egg and the stone. How God did something with the stone, and the, you know that's how people brought up a theology and said because David picked five stones to stone Goliath. that five stone speak of Jesus." J E S U S. Then I said, "That is Jesus." In the flesh. Ah, "How is that a mystery?" Mm-hmm. Then I said, "That is also grace." G R A C E. That that is only grace that can used to defeat this. You know what i Wow! I never saw it that way. What meanwhile, Jesus in the Hebrew is Yeshua. Now Yeshua, Yeshua, and if you if you read the Old Testament very well, the Old Testament is written in the Hebrew. So if I thought it was to be, so can Yeshua, Y-E-S-U-H-A, that's cease. So how is that going to be? If, are you getting the problem of people now? The Hebrew word for Jesus is Joshua, J-O-U-S-H-U-A. Joshua, Yeshua, that's the Hebrew word for Jesus. So it is when it is taken into the Greek who get that word Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? So they readily didn't really call Jesus. Uh, they called him Jesus, but they would have also called him Yeshua, J- um, Joshua, and all of those names in those times. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you, you know, because today now, everything we are just reading is English. Oh, actually King James, thou my beloved, mm-hmm. why did this down? So everybody have, everybody have crafted English to be why did this down? So if your whole Bible does not have why did this thou, it's not looking like the Bible. Or very, very i say o2d <laughs> that shall be this and now that's i i did a study many years ago in school On i, I took a class i don't know if they offering that class again that was an ipy right? mm-hmm. that they, they they took some i don't know why it's like immediately after the semester that they finished taking that class they will not offer it again but they offered a lot of interesting in fact i had to tell to Michelle to send me a syllabus as because i found out that she was thinking one. Well, um american uh, american religion course or something like that i said to send me a textbook so she sent it to me and i had to go through it and those things they said was soundly theological i had to go through the textbooks so i took a king james class right and i learned how the bible was really written i had to learn the world their era what was going on in that world why it came out this way it was not readily King James that wrote this. It was because it was written in his era. That also, And that era was a very tyrannical era. That was why it was now called King James. They have to <laughs> submit it at his lordship. I don't know if you what it is. just like saying the mayor of this city now should be very... Uh, or let's say the president of this country now should be very uh, uh, um, tyrannical or anything. So anything that is coming out of this administration now will be called by, um, Joe Biden... Joe Biden translation. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That was exactly what happened. So we had to study the era and look at what was happening in the early 80s and all of those things. In fact, they did a detailed study of the printing press. In that class was very tasking because we came writing exam. When we write the exam, the exam looked like mystery. Like you just enter the class like this. You don't be looking at a teacher like, what are you saying? You are reading the book. What does this one say? You are reading... That class looked like I wonder if I skate through that class. I don't know if I even skate through it fully. I'm going to check if I really passed the class. Because that class was so tough. I won't lie to you. It was so tough. I was just there because I wanted to learn what happened in King James. But when I got to the class, it didn't look like what was going on with King James that I was learning. I didn't get to it. So so we, we must learn not to mystify the Bible. If you want to get a proper understanding, one first thing you must understand is drop your mysteries. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? Are you getting what I'm saying? Drop your mysteries. So, the Bible is a piece of what? Literature. Such that it was written to be read. So, they wrote this book so that we can read it. It was written to be interpreted. So, and I told you, I explained that to you in Bible Eminemics. Every Bible preacher is an interpreter. Even those people who told you, even those people who told you five stones means grace, Joshua, they are interpreting something. So it now depends on who you are listening to to interpret the Bible for you. Does that make sense? Yes. And now, would you want to go with, and I've always told people I said, wrong doctrine would always produce a false Christianity. That's, that's the truth. You would not you know, imagine, I, I remember saying this on Sunday and I, I saw someone looking at me like, wow, I said this on Sunday and I said it two weeks on, uh, two Sundays ago and I said that God never promised us anything material. The only thing he promised us in the scripture was internal life. You know, if I say this in a lot of Pentecostal churches, I'm going to be attacked. I don't even know, you know what I'm talking about because their churches is built on, the churches is built on God will prosper you today, God will give you worlds today, God will give you this today, God will give you that today. So everybody keeps coming back with God will give you this, everybody keep holding on to. One of the things I'm going to teach us as the years goes on is, what is that one singular promise of God? What is his singular promise? Because if you can understand his singular promise, you will understand what he never said. Are you getting what I'm saying? the Bible is a piece of literature and it is it is written to be read. So that shows you can sit down now and draw a plan for yourself and say, I want to read the Bible. Not you don't understand. Not that you want to draw a mystery. I just want to read. There's something I'm doing with myself since the beginning of this year. I've just been paying, I've been reading, but what what I what what, what I told myself and I told one of my friends. We are paying more attention to details that we have never paid to. So let's say the way the usage of a word is used that we've never seen before. We will just talking about like, hey, did you see this word used before? And we've read this over and over and over and over again. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, we say the Bible is a piece of literature. And the aim is for us to understand what was written. And it has to be followed with a clear perspective of words. So, one thing that is pertinent for us to note is that every society and civilization is involved in one form of communication or the other. That is, uh, just like in our today's world now, in our our 2022 world, we are involved in a form of communication, and that's English, right? Uh, There are certain people that are involved in Pigeon, there are certain people that is involved in, um, what do they speak in your language, in your place? Arabic. Arabic. Arabic should not be the only language you should speak. What's what's what, what's another language you speak? Only mm-hmm. Arabic. Only Arabic. I thought you speak three. English, Arabic, and what? French. And French. Oh, you speak French very well. Wow, that's good. So you speak and you now speak another native one? No, my father Oh, your father does. What what language is that? Forawi um, For forawi. For wow. <coughs> so now, imagine I'm. Um, preaching now in Farawi, and my audience are (laughs) Farawiyans. Now, that audience now, I will have to interpret the Bible to that audience. Are you getting what I'm saying? One of the things we are going to do as the year's progress, not now, probably in the future, we would have to interpret the Bible in today's world and make people understand it in their world. Because now, one problem of people is that they are picking the Bible. Let let me tell you something. Let me tell you a lot lot of people's problem. is that they are reading the Bible, and the very first thing they are looking for is application. How to apply it. How to apply it in 2022. How to apply it in my life. So you see people preachers telling you pick a scripture. Look at how it's going to apply to your life. This, that, 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 that. Are you not wondering? So when you want to read the Bible, you are looking for an Abraham to Sarah. An Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. What is that promise? You, you are thinking a child. But if you now read the motive of scriptures telling you that Child simply means that somebody that will fulfill the purpose or the, the the best motive of the scripture is that a man that will fulfill the purpose of God, and that started from Genesis 3 verse 15 where it says the seed of a woman will bruise the head of serpent. You say it's a lie. These people are just talking theology. Abraham staggered not. It means that I can. Now, this is where a lot people would get this is where a lot people get it wrong. Does that mean that we cannot trust God for miracles like that? We obviously can. Are you getting what I'm saying? But that will not be the text we will use. Are you you getting what I'm saying, guys? So, it doesn't mean that when somebody is barren now and they want a child, we can't pray for the person. We will pray and we will see results. And miracles will happen. But for you to now go and pick a text that is not saying what it is saying is a problem. Are you seeing what I'm saying? That is where a lot of people have gotten it wrong. So, theology, and what does theology mean? Theology is the study of God. And you cannot understand the study of God, or you cannot understand theology without right interpretations of scriptures. You can't. You can't. One thing you must pay attention to is the right interpretations. What is the Bible saying? What is it not saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why, if you notice the the series we are doing on Let There Be Light. Now, do you notice that? One thing, I explained to you and I showed you that that Genesis, I'm still going to explain it to this Bible notice, but I'm just giving you a slant of that. And I explained to you, I said that Genesis now, where it says, let there be light. It wasn't talking about algae, bringing a physical light. Now, but do you know that? That's the picture that they've painted. And you know, do you know the funniest thing? You read the scripture because of the mindset that they are giving you. Now, it's just like people who believe in People believe in everything must die by fire, everything must perish, everything, everything die, everything. They, I, was, I told you one time I was in a service, and I, I keep saying this story because that thing keeps paining me. I was in a service, and this preacher was teaching us Colossians. to have his point he made sure of them openly, triumphing over them, and they are. Let's go there. That, that thing keeps spinning every time, because I had to argue with the preacher, and the preacher was like, "Do you know what? They, when he saw my point, when he saw my point, he said, hey. he said, is that how to now talk? Ah, he now changed it to the fact that he is older than me, and I'm younger. I don't even figure what I'm saying. That was what he changed it to. You did not he did not go back to the fact that he was wrong. Go back to go to that Colossians too. Look at what he did with this creature. I, I don't believe that. I believe I will keep mentioning this story <laughs> till I <start. laughs> because that thing, I was looking at him, I was even expect, I was even happy when he said today we are studying. F, no. People, you were in that service. He said ordinances. Mm-hmm. no. He said, it I shadow is every evil handwriting writing on the wall. So when he now went to Colossians 2, I was happy that ah, all my prayers, all my study with him, because sometimes he used to allow me to take word session, word seminar, three days. That was where I thought and somebody rose up and said, Jesus is not the only son. Jesus is Jesus is this is is the sons. He said we are the sons. No. We are not yet the sons. We are children. We have to grow up from children to become child, to become sons. I remember I read those theology before that you have to grow up from children to become sons of God. Ah. As I was still doing, ah, one brother just responded and said, ah, that does not make sense. That's how God saved me in that service Because if, because I my ass mouth, you know those kind of people in services where you preach and those ones, if those ones can talk, just know that you're finished in that service. So that one I have mouth a bit. So in me, in me, I was sitting, ah. That's all I was say, ah, This does not make sense what you said. Ah, how do you give birth to a child? Your child will you just become, will first be a child and now grow up to become your son later. Ah, I just said, thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank, you God. thank God that I was saved from this one. So that's how she argued, though. And that, You know, that's the problem with religion. She argued. And that's because. A favorite man of God has said that. So she's not ready to believe the fact that this is what the scripture says. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. And many of us have those knocked in our heads. I'm not saying it's a wrong thing to do, but those are what we have been, that's the picture we have been painted with. And that has affected our theology. That has affected the way we see scriptures. Are you, you, I, I think I'm teaching you I'm teaching you what I'm going to be teaching in Bible notice 3. Dangers of wrong. One of the things I'm going to teach you in Bible theory. 3. Dangers of wrong interpreting of text. I think that's one of the things I'm going to teach you. But maybe not not now. So this man went to this text, Colossians 2. It says, 2 verse 14. Blotting out the handwritings of the ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and laying it out on the way, kneeling to his cross. Now, guys. He said, nailing it to his cross. He didn't say, nailing it. When he said, nailing it on the cross, what comes to your mind readily? Can somebody tell me? When Jesus died. When Jesus died, right? My my brother, guy. You know, this text is that simple. It says, blotting out the handwriting that was written against us. That is, there was something that was against us, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. But he took it to the cross, right? And nailed it there. So that means it is finished there on the cross, right, guys? Yeah. Now, guys, see what this preacher did. This preacher took this text and said it means there are still evil ordinances against you. There are still every, there are still arthritis against you, and God is going to destroy it today. Ah, and that's it. But he nailed it on the cross already now. So what is he going to do again? So a lot of people don't even know. That was one of the reasons. I remember I was listening to tenses of the New Testament, please. Yes, sir. You know, people don't even understand tenses. When something is a past <laughs> tense, when something is a future <laughs> tense, well, sometimes it's English that is a problem. Sometimes English is just a problem. He says he nailed it, not he will nail it. Okay. I, I don't even really know what I'm saying. Guys, if yes. he does say he will nail it, if he said he will nail it, then we can go, God, please nail it. Please, please help us to nail this thing on the cross. But he said, he nailed it on the cross. The next day, when I was allowed to have the conversation with him, he now called me. That was the mistake he made. He called me. He said, how was the service? How was the teaching? I said, ah, do you want me to... That's what I said, I said, sir, I'm so sorry. Then I was very blunt. Now I would have just said that it's good. We're the man of God. That's what i was just saying now. Mm -hmm. I've grown past arguments now. Then I was, ah, this was about... Five, six years ago, then I was very radical. Oh, uh, you do anyhow, I come on you anyhow. I was very radical. In fact, I used to, if I, on Facebook, day, one of my, one of the things I used to put after every post, I would put hashtag radical. I will probably send you pops. So, some <laughs> Facebook send me those memories and I don't repost it because I don't feel like some of you will see that. <laughs> I just say, Pastor, you posted things like this. I will hashtag radical. In fact, even all my friends started calling me radical. <laughs> Radic. In fact, I, I remember I had a U version Bible. I changed it two weeks ago. I found that a radical was still there till, till, till two weeks ago. I changed it two weeks ago. Now. Ah, in case somebody come and find me on this too. I don't <laughs> <laughs> <I> think <don't see. laughs> Ash and Radical. <laughs> I took it off. I, I don't know if I took it off, but I, if I don't think I was picking it off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm asking, should I say my read, man? He said, yeah, "Yeah, Tell me, you know, you are, you know the word. This other, and, uh, and you put it on my hand." I said, "Sir, let's look at the text again." <laughs> Sir, ah, I, I kept screaming on the phone. I, the person the I saw on that was was even telling me, ah, was even telling me, "Captain, <laughs> I had to. When when I found out that I could not cope in the sitting room where I was asleep, I went to the toilet. I locked myself there and I suddenly asleep. Me and this man we kept screaming on each other on the phone. Sir! He's quite older than me. I'm not. This is somebody that can give birth to me, honestly. But then I did this end, as far as this doctrine. Sir! Look at the text! You are injuring the lives of people! This other! You see, so when he now saw the text clearly. Because the truth will always reveal, no matter how you are. That's one thing about the truth. That's why I let me tell you one thing, when you are angry people. Who are asking you who are who are who seem to want to know something about the Bible? The only thing you just need to do is just ask them questions. Many a times they can't respond, just throw tactical questions to them. So, what do you think? Just tell them, okay, Genesis 1, what's your what do you think about Genesis 1? What do you think was happening there? If they cannot answer two or three of your questions, they will switch the conversation. Straight, I've noticed that. Too. Is you know, like, taught me that thing. Yeah, I would have forgotten. He said, just ask them questions. Just ask them. So, at, at, so, when he now saw it, he now changed everything to personality. Me too, I was radical. I should have been more calm also. I explained it to him properly. And I said, ah, okay. So, it shows that. Now, he read this text for a Rema. You know that thing called Rema? That hmm, it has to be deep. It hmm. shows he read it. It shows you didn't read it properly. I told people, if you pick Genesis to Revelation with no outer of contradictions in your mind, with no you trying to read mysteries, with no you trying to look for what is lost and what is not lost, you will understand the Bible. You will. You will understand an idea. You will see a pattern. You will see a motive. Imagine you read Genesis. And you see that Abraham's wife, she, it took, her a time, it took her a long time to get a child. You see Isaac's wife, it took her a long time to get a child. You see Jacob's wife, it took her a long time to have a child. Then you would have been seeing your You see Anna. You see even David's wife. You see that? So you will now see that. And you will now see a statement of traveling beds all around the motive of scripture then you'll be wondering your mind would have been wondering okay what is this bad thing meaning i don't know if you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. now if you look at genesis you'll see two things are always reoccurring light and darkness adam and eve cain and Abel, isaac and jacob um, no not isaac and jacob uh you will see no you will have seen the narrative of noah you will see the narrative of all of those things. Then you will now go back. You will now see Isaac and Ishmael. Sorry. Abraham was uh, Abraham first gave back to Ishmael. There was Isaac. There was always like two people, one will stand out. I wonder if you have noticed it. Tree of knowledge of good and evil. So that was Moses' explanation. So if you do not pay attention, you will not see the way he wrote. Tree of the knowledge of good and evil, true of good and light. Two things, light and darkness. Ah uh, um day and day and night and those are his motives. Now that would mean that those things are not it's just like how we studied and we said that light and darkness is not physical. that we mean that we have to also see that, what other things are saying. If you look if you listen to supernatural life, I explain to you being born of the spirit, Isaac and, and born of the flesh, Isaac and Ishmael um Esau and Jacob, one athe, one Lord. It's as though there will always be one that will stand out, one that will not stand out, but it doesn't mean that those other ones will not be. You know, we can even look at Abraham, Lot and Abraham. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, Cain mm-hmm. and Abel, uh, um, Ephraim and Manasseh, Joseph, Shudeh. the 12 brothers, Joseph. the 11, the Joseph and the 12 brothers. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing those narratives? You will not see, you will not see in Exodus again, Moses and Pharaoh. Aaron and Moses. You will see. David and Goliath, you keep seeing those two 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 narrative. Jesus and the devil. Jesus and John the Baptist. You keep seeing those two narratives in the scriptures. So that would mean that it's a motive. You keep seeing three days. Three days after three days. After three days. Yeah? You say what? Peter and John. Or Peter and Judas? <laughs> you can see those, those narratives. You keep seeing after 40 days. After 40 days in scripture. There is a narrative of those things. So, but that will mean that it's like saying if you read chapter one now of your physics textbook, and you see I'm not good in physics. I've always told you the story of years ago how Mr. my physics teacher, Mister. Ekon, I, I will keep mentioning his name till one day we will be listening to this. He just come around, let's say we we'll see that about, we'll just say you, 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 stand up, solve this. Ah, <laughs> so what? And you know, solve this is always different from <laughs> <problem>. example.
1: <Exactly. laughs>
0: that was when I told myself I can't be a scientist. I can't go to science class. Go for it. So now, if I can still remember faces, if they tell you light, I think you will used to calculate light over light prism. No, you, you, you are chemistry. You are physics. You like physics. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> the speed of light are quite... speed over light is called velocity, something like that uh, I don't know, I, I don't was, know, yeah. wave, something wave. like that No. so that would mean that if you look, if you, uh, I don't know, please <laughs> uh, uh, So that would be that uh, if in chapter 1 now, uh, if in chapter 1 you see speed is equal to light Speed over light is equal to velocity, I'm just giving you yes. an example, I'm not saying it's light though uh, That would mean that if you read chapter two and they say velocity, what will come to your mind? Speed over light, right? right sir. So that will mean you will keep looking at the motif. The writer would have expected that you have read chapter one for you to understand what that velocity means in chapter two, right? Mm. If they now say if they now say velocity square, the equation is going to velocity square in chapter four. It will mean that you have to have seen speed over light is equal to velocity and all of those how the mathematics uh I don't know that situation. You I you would have done you would have done this. You are, you are trying. You will have, have calculated you wrong. Know, the one that I hated the most is Father Mass. But like I and thank God that I was delivered from those devils internally. <laughs> You know not to do calculus, you know not to press cosine minus star over this, uh-huh. is equal to pasquere, is equal to sign this. And so katsuwa. So, so, so. So, so. So, so you know how to do is equal to this, and, and some people so, so. know how to so, do, so. do it. They will not show you, yeah. show your are working. Me, that will have crammed us, and they not <laughs> show <laughs> you're working. The YDS <laughs> is going to this over that. God forbid. I, I remove that thing. I <laughs> See, <laughs> if, if there was anything that was happy that I finished in secondary school, that I was never going. In fact, when I was to enter college and they told me I had to take math class, I argued with my advisor. I'm not joking. And they say you have to take two math classes. I, me and my advisor we argued. I said it's not possible. Why should I go back to the devils that have, I have left in secondary school? I said, can't I just collect my? Can't I use my high school transcript to just walk? This is no. It's it's not it's not. Uh, you know, yours is a yours is a transfer, so it's the ah. ah so once I was in the masters, I was looking at my master, teacher, just saw all the equations and the master teacher, it was algebra. Algebra 101. The, the, I had to go from the small one because I don't know it. So I had to go back to from this scratch So now the man now expected us to have no certain things because we have done high school. Me? In high school, I don't know how you passed my YA. I don't know. I still don't understand I don't even know if I even passed the mass in I don't know I shall know that I passed I shall know that jam did not jam me too Some of you that did not grow up in Nigeria sorry I grew up when we had to write jam Just like our own jam was like sat, Waheg, Neko and all of those things So all those exams did not examine me I examined them Glory to God. No, glory to God. So the, so the man will just be writing on the board, solving the equation. And it's like all the shock is to walk loudly when they are writing. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And why does the shock sound that way? Especially in mass class your <laughs> I'm a mass teacher. The next thing is, once they get to the equation, they will just move. Um, they just look around. Look around. <laughs> around, around. Benson, stand up. No, I'm talking about secondary school. Benson, stand up. That's all. I'll not be stuck there. I'll not be looking. <laughs> they just be, eh, Jura, stand up. <laughs> they don't mention your names like that. No, I don't know why. So, but that will mean that the algebra teacher now will expect that you have known. 2 plus 2 is equal to 4 in high school. Are you seeing it? That is exactly how the Bible is. So now, the writers already expected that you would have seen the light now. So, you know, when I was teaching you, um, um if you have listened to our series on Legendary Lights now, when I was teaching you that light is not physical now, the writer in Ephesians, when he start saying you walk not as you walk as children of light. Not as that. They explained that you have read what? Genesis. That is it. Are you seeing it, guys? Yes. That is how the Bible is. That is exactly how the Bible is. So it's a piece of literature that you have to read to understand. <laughs> Stop to so one thing about reading the Bible is drop your mysteries. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Drop those who's trying to get a lemma. Read it to understand it. Does that make sense? Yes, makes sense? So, now, so and I said, um, communications comprise of the use of words. One of the things we're going to study is how did Moses write oral traditions and all of those things. We're going to study all of those things in this series, too. So, now, what is Bible hermeneutics? The term hermeneutics is the branch of knowledge that deals with interpretation, Hermeneutics. Is the branch of knowledge that deals with interpretation, especially of the Bible or literary text. Is the branch of knowledge that deals with interpretation, especially of the Bible or literary text. The branch of knowledge that deals with interpretation, especially of the Bible or literary text. So, Bible and therefore, is the study of the principles and method of interpreting the text of the scriptures. So when we are studying Bible hemotics, we are studying how to interpret the scriptures. Is it making sense? So while explaining the terms by it is important to note that it's also called Bible exegesis. I always use this word, but some of you know probably know the meaning. When it says Bible exegesis, it's defined as when we say Bible exegesis now, it is defined as an actual interpretation of the Bible that involves drawing out. Drawing meanings out of biblical text, Bible suggests this is an actual interpretation of the Bible that involves drawing meaning out of biblical text. So, considering the fact that now the Bible is a compendium of books, that means that so you know there are several books in the Bible. Now, in the sixty-six in the sixty-six books, there are sixty-six books. That's what the meaning. And, and so that means what makes the entire Bible now means different book, compendiums of books now. And so that means that it is expected firstly that a book of the Bible is taking on its own merits. That is, the book is first of all used to explain itself. So that means we will first of all use Genesis. Let's, let's take Genesis for instance now. We will pick our Genesis interpretation from Genesis. Now, Genesis is quite dicey because the writer wrote five. So, and he's the same writer. So, one of the best ways to study the book of Genesis now would be we have to study the entire five books. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Because it's it's the same guy. So, the same guy now would have expected that you have read Genesis. So, what, what he is saying now, this I tell people, if you have not read Genesis, you cannot understand Exodus. Why? Because Exodus is about the children of Egypt remember that in genesis these guys i'm going to remember that story where joseph was already the, the, the king right and the 12 brothers are coming to beg for for uh for food right i'm going to remember <coughs> that story now they didn't leave egypt so if you have not read that genesis now you will not understand the 12 brothers did not leave Egypt. They kept multiplying, giving birth, and years now passed. That's why if you now read in Exodus, it says a Pharaoh now appeared who did not know that Joseph. Who did not know that Pharaoh? I'm not sure you've seen that in your scriptures. So that would mean that years has passed. That this will not be 10 years. This would not be 12 years. This would not be 15 years. This would be years. So it's just like, let's use America for instance. Just like how... They shipped the blacks from, um, the blacks from, you know, I I with, history made us to understand that Nigerians, sorry, I'm not trying to Nigerians, Ghanaians, and um Nigerians, Ghanaians, and people from Guinea, if I'm not mistaken, are the most shipped blacks from slave trade and this history is Eden a lot of Nigerians don't even know this because it's an Eden history that was in fact it was something that was that's why if you notice if you go to somewhere like brazil is it brazil or portugal there is even a place of Yorubas just evident there and that's because those people found out their culture in those places so now Let's take a look for... Let's take a look. Let's, let, let's assume it was not slave trade. That blacks just migrated now into the United States and now stayed in the United States. Because of that thing, they came for greener pastures. But because of that greener pastures, they, after years ago, they now take them into slave trade. Let's assume. That was exactly what happened in Egypt. So now the writer already expected... Moses now expected that you have read Genesis. Because if you do not read Genesis, you will not understand why they needed to leave Egypt. Why they are in bondage. Because their first point of entry into Egypt was not so that they would be in bondage. was because they were looking for a greener pasture. And they found a greener pasture and stayed there. Are you getting me? So that was why they were going to a promised land. Because that was not their home. Are you seeing it, guys? So now, if you have not read Genesis and seen Joseph's story, you will not understand Exodus. If you're not going to pick Exodus, you're not wondering why is Pharaoh come from? Why is Moses saying, let my people go? Why are they why are they born? What is going on there? Why are they are you getting what I'm saying? You will not understand. So now, if you do not understand Exodus, you will not understand Leviticus. If you don't also understand Leviticus, you will not understand Numbers, you will not understand the Taonomi. If you're not gonna pick the Bible from Joshua and say, now, this book of the Lord shall not depart part of my mouth, but that shall meditate on it day and, day and night, you will not understand where Joshua is coming from. Are you seeing that the Bible is written? Now, the writers would have expected that you have read the first five books before you get to Joshua. Now, if you do not read Joshua now, you will not also understand who Gideon is in Judges. Because Joshua, Gideon walked with Joshua. Are you seeing it now? And that is the precedence. So now, if you have not read 1 Kings, 2nd Kings, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, you will not know who David is. But if you are not reading Chronicles, I don't say David is, this da, 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 you will not know where he's coming from. If you just go and pick Psalms and you just see somebody writing, eh, this is the Psalm of the Lord, this Psalm da 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 but you have to have read first Samuel, second Samuel, to have understood that there was a guy called David. Are you seeing it, guys? See. Now, so the writers expected. So are you seeing that? The Bible arrangement is not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Guys, are you seeing it? Are you seeing it now? It's just like the New Testament. Let's look at the New Testament, for instance. History made us to understand that the first book to be written in the New Testament is First Thessalonians. So that will mean that Matthew has not been written before Paul wrote. Matthew has not wrote anything yet before Paul wrote his first Thessalonians. The first New Testament book to be written according to history is first Thessalonians. So but you now, you think it is Matthew. No, it is not. They arrange it in such a way that if you have not read Matthew, if you have not read Mark, if you have not read Luke, if you have not read John, Imagine you just and start from Acts and you just start seeing the day of Pentecost. And he appeared until then, Covid with us at the fire. Imagine that's what is in the book. That's what is the New Testament just started with. Romans 1, now Paul. you where did Paul come from? You have to have like read Acts to understand Romans. Are you seeing it? Guys, yes, are you seeing it now? Because if you did not read Acts 9 to see Paul's conversion... And see his story, how he did ministry, and all of those things. That was why they now started with I Paul in Romans 1. Wow. Are you seeing it now? So it will now be safer to read the letters. Now, if you have not read the book of Acts and seen how he traveled from one church to another, the, the his missionary journey, when, when I was doing CRK in primary school, they used to teach us. It's now that I understood the scripture, that I understood that today, they were teaching the CRK. Post-Fresh I remember we took those classes when you were much younger. Post-Fresh missionary post-second missionary journey, post-third missionary journey, what happened, his road to Lisha, they would give us map when we were in secondary school. We kept marking out the map. Now the map makes sense. <laughs> but then I was just everything looked like mystery to me. As well, I shall want to pass my exam. That was the, that was how I did it. Now, so if you have not read Act, Romans, Act, sorry you will not understand why he wrote to Romans. You will not understand why he wrote to Ephesus. You have to have read Acts 20 to see those guys, Acts 19, Acts 20, to see who those guys that they first preached to. Have you not believed the gospel and all of those things? Those people that say they believe John the Baptist, um, King? you have to have read that in Acts 19 to understand why he wrote in Ephesus to the church of Ephesus. Guys, have you seen it? Yes, if you did not read Acts 14, where Timothy came from, when you are already reading Timothy, first and second Timothy, you will not understand. Are you seeing how the Bible was written now? Mm-hmm. So you see that there's really no mystery. They just want you to read and understand. Guys, are you seeing it? Yes. Sir. How you, do, all that does, So all those mystery of this that people are picking out, the mystery of the stone that killed Goliath, the mystery of this, it just needs to be explained. So it so all that needs to happen is that. People just need to pick the Bible and read it. That's why I started this series and said, the Bible is a piece of literature. Does it, is it making sense now? Okay. Is it? you just have to read it. And that's just the problem of people. A lot of people don't read the Bible. There's a lot of lazy Christians. They don't read the Bible. They don't. Ask 90% of people, do you read your Bible? They will tell you no. Even if they read it, their mind is blocked. With a mystery with a revelation so you see that the bible is not difficult to understand so you see why it is arranged the way it is arranged so that we understand it so those guys that arranged it they knew what they were doing we could not imagine first look at first thessalonians now let's go to first thessalonians imagine going to first imagine that was the first thing that wrote. That they wrote in the, and that was as, you know, after Malachi, you know, now the New Testament and all of those things. Imagine the first thing you have seen is Paul and Sivanus and Timotheus come to the church of Thessalonica. Guys, how would you have understood? I don't even get what I'm saying. They are arranged in such a way that if you even go to Matthew 1, go to Matthew 1, go to Matthew 1, look at what they did with us in Matthew 1. Look at what they did with us in Matthew 1. Go to the very mature one. Look at what they did. They said that this book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the Son of David. Look at what they did. They now, do you know what they are doing to us in this place? Is a codified language, and I'm going to explain it to you. They now explained Abraham. They explained Genesis again for us with Jesus big Abraham. I'm going to teach you all this. bigger, bigger, bigger. They said Abraham began this. Don't forget. There is already a bet motive in the scripture. Such that in Genesis 3.15, the bet motive started. The seed of the woman will breed will, will bruise the heel of serpent. So in Genesis 4 verse 1, the Bible says, And now Adam knew Eve, and begat a son from the Lord, and he called him king. So that's why, in, Je- in Matthew 1, so that means, if you, do, if you don't pick the Bible from Matthew, you might have an inclination of what is going on, but the writers expect because what were they reading? What were they reading? They were, what were they reading in their time? They're reading Genesis to Malachi. So they expected that you would have read Genesis to Malachi before you continue this book. So when they tell you Abraham begat this, what are they taking you to? Genesis. Go and read Genesis. That's what they are saying. So go and read where it began Isaac. Go and read where Isaac begat Jacob. Are you getting what I'm saying? Go and start this story again. So that you will understand what you are about to read. Guys, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, yes. That's why, you will notice, how many of you noticed that the birth of Jesus was synonymous to the birth of Moses? The same tyrannical era where the Aaron was killing the male child was the same thing that happened during Moses where they said they should kill all the male child too. How many of you noticed? Mm-hmm. So there's a that motive in this kitchen now. So when they say somebody begat Moses and all of those things, you are expected to go back again. Are you seeing it now? And go and read it. But look at what they now did. Look at in verse 16. They now ended this somewhere. Because this which seed of the woman will bruise the serpent, Jesus is going to do it. So others were just I won't say type and shadow, I won't say it. Others were just men who will fulfill God's promise, also. But the main person who will do it was Christ. So the major seed of the woman who will bruise the head of the serpent from Genesis three fifteen. that God said, "We happen." That promise is now being fulfilled in verse sixteen, where it now says, "And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, who was born Jesus, who is called Christ." And now says, "All the generation of Abraham." Then not give us that. Look at what the now says in verse eighteen. Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When the Mary was espoused to Joseph and they now started the story. So, but look at what they did with with verse 1 to verse um, 17. They wanted us to go and read Genesis to Malachi again. So he's explaining that before you even pick the New Testament, what should I have happened? You should have had a well proper understanding of what Genesis to Malachi. Is it making sense, guys? Yes. So now, if you now want to now read, you will now start Jesus' story. You will not start reading Herod, John the Baptist. Because imagine you don't see Jesus appear from nowhere. How was he born? Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't see I, Paul, Paul you um, Sivanus. This and that and that You will not even have understood how the church began. Are you seeing it, guys? Yes. Are, is it making sense? Yes, sir. You see the Bible is easy now. That is the Bible. So that will mean that, like I said, the Bible is a, comp- a compendium of books and it's expected for us to take the Bible on its own merit. That is, we should, um, we sh- the, um, that is, the Bible or the book is first of all used to explain itself. So Genesis will be used to explain itself. Matthew will be used to explain itself. That's why when I teach you people and I say it is used in, remember, I now show you where those words are used. Because the Bible will explain itself. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm saying it was used in this place. It was used in this place. Just like how we studied the Garden of Eden. And we saw that the Garden of Eden was a physical location. And we looked at, we looked at a, a number of scripture to prove to us that that place physically existed in history. I don't even if you've noticed. Now, that's to make you understand that the Bible in itself is self-explanatory. If only you can read I will advise every serious Bible student to pick that ledger be light again and follow our study. I really will advise it so that it will open your mind into so many things. Now, so after, so, so that would mean that uh, the book is used to explain itself and after which the text or concepts are read and explained in consonance with or corroboration with other books of the Bible. So, other books of the Bible will be used as a corroborating witness of the same. So, that will help the approach of the Bible and also awesome view. So, that's why I, I detest people that I don't like it when people, are, when people are supposed to know. When you are talking Bible with someone and they are quoting something else. Can't we just stay with this? And as taste, as stick. You are showing me one movie you watch. One, what's, what's that? You are, who, who are you? He said, So, in that movie, they explain, You are who is doing the movie. Let's stay with the 66 books. We have the 66 books to finish. And, that, and this is what I tell people you have not even understood the 66 books. You are still looking for the one that is lost. You are not going to be found. Though. <laughs> you, are not even, you will keep being lost. You are saying, but the lost book, do you even understand the disease yet? Do you understand how this is? What you're saying, but the lost book, the lost book, what's what's your business with the lost book? Have you even, the one that is found? Do you understand it? Are you getting what I'm saying? We're gonna to get to that um, to that lost book thing. Then this Bible be not this. Maybe not this series, but we'll get there. So, Bible exegesis is vital for us to consider the language of this day. So, why do we exegit the scriptures? We exegit the scriptures because it makes us understand the language of today. Don't forget, when they were writing the scriptures, they were not writing it in our today's world. We were not the first audience of the Bible. It's just like when Paul was writing to the Church of Ephesus. He was not writing to Supernatural Community Church. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. He was writing to that church with their problem. And that's where a lot of people, and that's why we, this in, in, in this year, latest, in the next couple of months, we're going to approach a, um, that series I told you about on um, Ask You Questions. Such like, to answer questions like, Can a Christian drink? Can a Christian smoke? Is it right for a Christian to be an LGBTQ member? And how do we answer all of those things from the scripture in our today's world? I don't know if you understand me. Because it seems like a lot of us think that those things are not written. How do we now approach um, questions like smoking? There is no express scripture in the scripture in the Bible where it says, don't smoke. Probably they were not smoking at that time. if they didn't have winter like we have but they do they, they obviously have done, sir. but you some of you will be thinking so is it right to smoke how do we explain all of those things from the scripture what about how do we know the dress that the man is supposed to wear the woman is supposed not to wear but scottland now they're telling me about that people are wearing skates that's not how to that's not how to approach by me are you guys going to see what I'm saying? <laughs> what's not approach by me? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to look at all of those things this year. And and I believe that's going to bless a lot of people. Such that it's it's going to answer and will keep as as any as things keep coming, just like even the COVID, is God behind all of those things. As questions keep coming, we'll keep explaining the Bible. And that's why I told you in series one. You will, <laughs> let me tell you one thing you have to always go back to. You always have to still go back to series one where I explained the role of a Bible, and I'm still going to expand on this other, maybe not this series, maybe next series, that the role of a Bible a preacher, the role of a Bible preacher is that he is interpreting the scriptures to you, that's the role. So, the Bible is it is, uh, it is, called, it is uh, so, we, we're, when we are explaining language, language is, so what is language? What what is language? Now why why is, why am I explaining all this concept? We're going to explain more. Why are we explaining all this concept? Don't forget the Bible is written in language. There's a Spanish Bible. There is already a Yoruba Bible. There is French. French Bible. There's Chinese Bible. Now, do you know all those Bibles now? Every interpreter of those Bibles are every those people that translated those Bibles are interpreters king james is interpreting to us rsv is interpreting to us new king james is interpreting to us good news version is interpreting to us niv is interpreting to us the one i don't like the Passion translation there are a lot of christians like it i don't like that scripture i don't because it takes things off point i don't like it and a lot of christians they say let's go to tpt let's go to tpt it explains things that, but the the try to let me tell you one thing that one thing I'm very careful about. They try to explain it in depth many a times loses is many a times loses his, his inter his core interpretation. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why even the amplified I'm a bit careful with it. I use it, but I am a bit careful because so the over talking too much and trying to break down things is like saying don't forget the bible was not written in english but we are now translating it in english are you seeing the problem guys are you seeing the problem that's the problem it wasn't written in english so you have to go back to the originals to explain it properly so a lot of us now what we now do people like sorry sorry to to talk about the, the. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry actually. To talk about the the that TPT translation now, it's like saying English mm-hmm. has now advanced, right? They are now breaking down. So let's say that very, very in you another know, way, uh, beyond be, be, they just, I don't know, but <laughs> it's not like the the English they'll give you so many, so many usage of what to pick from. So now you now, and that's where Christians will now go to. You now see, it's just like in First Corinthians nine, where the Bible was talking about persecution, not forsaking, not downcasting, not this. You you will not pick it, and because of how they will have broken it down, not forsaking, no broke, not when 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 it says not forsaking, they're not in bracket, not broken, not shaking, <laughs> not moved, not this. <laughs> You two, you will not pick post opposite on your sentence. Not forsaking other. What are you forsaking? What, what are you not forsaking? Are you the one going through persecution? That text is talking about persecution. But you, you just not say, not forsaking, not this. Not this. Not, not moved. Not Paul was talking about his persecution state. You, you are talking about your own personal problem. So now they've now linked that scripture to make it feel like when you are going through problem, are just seeing the problem. That's why, I, that's why I don't like it. I don't like when Bible talk too much. I don't really like it <laughs> because we are even still trying to understand the Greek and the real inter or the real usage of the word. You are still breaking down the You go know, to confuse me. Are you see the problem now? So language has now become and English. I've always told us English language is a very new language, such that it's if you do your research, English language is. If it is not up to a thousand, it is close to a thousand years. So it is not. So that shows that it could not have been the way the Bible was written. The Bible could not have been written in a thousand a language that is a thousand years old. Are you getting what I'm saying? It could not have been. And when I say a thousand, stop thinking hundred. hundred years is just nineteen ninety something. Are you getting, i'm talking about a thousand years that would be one thousand years one thousand and one i hear you getting what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so now so w- w- languages language so, language is, 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 is like saying is a very essential thing because now those people that will translate the bible now in chinese they are interpreting the bible to those in chinese and do you know that they will write things to them will make sense to them in their world but you know that if they are not careful if they don't have a vast understanding of it they can lose certain meaning all in the midst of trying to communicate it i don't know if you're getting what i'm saying communicating the text so language is very important in the scriptures so why am i even speaking in english today i'm speaking in english today because that is the best way that is the best way my audience will understand that is the best way that people who listening to this will understand does that make sense so language is a matter of adoption and adaptation and that means language varies across times and places and hence we need to bear in mind that in order to arrive at our original meaning we also have to use language but we cannot lose the language of the bible and I explained the language of the bible for you last in, 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 in last series now and I explained that the Old Testament is written in Hebrew, right? And the New Testament is written in Greek. And one of the things I'm going to teach us as year's progress is that no writer of the Scripture called it Old Testament and New Testament. That word Old Testament and New Testament is an interpretation. The people that compiled the Bible interpreted it that way to us. And you and I today now have picked it. I don't need you get what I'm saying. Now, I'm, 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 this are not something i'm supposed to say this week, but i'm just expanding your mind nobody in the scripture called it jesus did not say in the old testament what did jesus say in the scriptures what did paul say in the scriptures nobody called it an old testament or a new testament so do you know what they did do you know what happened the people that compiled the bible to us now they have given us their own interpretation <laughs> are you see are you see problems where problems even start from? From people opening the Bible now, the first page, the Old Testament. That's where another problem has started. The manuscript of the Bible did not have. Even though I wrote the Bible did not intend that this thing will be called Old Testament. Imagine Moses now thinking his, his writing is called Old Testament. And Matthew to John. Or to, yeah, to jump. They are thinking, what we have now is New Testament. All the roots were just manuscripts. The letters to the churches were letters. That's why it's called letter. So it was just a manuscript they compiled together to form the Bible. But none of them called it what? Old Testament and New Testament. Have you seen the problem? So that we mean that. And today now, it has become... It has become the order of the day. Everybody calls it Old Testament, New Testament. I'm going to teach on it much later, not now. So that you don't leave church. You don't thing, Pastor is a heretic. He's in saying, saying, so you mean this is not Old Testament, it's not New Testament? It's the Bible. What is that? What do you even start having that mindset now? That Old Testament, New Testament. When you get to Matthew, your mind will change. Ah, now I want to read New Testament you will not be able to see the codified language of the new testament look at how they started look at that Matthew one again look at how they started they started with the codified language of Abraham begat this but what are they expecting you to have read Genesis to Malachi. they expected that you would have read Genesis to Malachi. you will have understood it properly before you go into these stories so it will mean that in the midst of their stories they will use some certain codified words again so that you can go back. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Let me show you an instance for it. Let me show you something. Let me show you an instance. Go to look go to verse 2. Go to chapter 2, sorry. Go to chapter 2. Where it says, go to um go to uh, verse 15. To verse 15, where it says, and dear until the death of Aaron that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. Now, they expected that you would have read the prophet and what the prophet has said. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Now, which prophet prophesied this? Oziah 11 verse 1. Go to Oziah. 11. Go to Oziah 11. And put your hand in And put your hand in that Matthew 2, verse 15. Go to Isaiah 11, verse 1. Go to Isaiah 11, verse 1. Are you there? I'll wait for you. Are you understanding the Bible, gradually? Is it making sense? Look at Isaiah 11, verse 1. It says, when Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of what? Are you there? And I called my son out of what? Egypt. Now, put your hand and see verse 15 again. It now says that is, now look at Dan Matthew 2 verse 15. Put your hand there and go there and say, And there the death of Aaron, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. What are they expecting you to have done? They expected that you have read Hosea. So, what is this taking you back to? Go and read the word of Hosea to understand this prophecy that is fulfilled. Are you seeing it now? Are you there is really no a Old Testament and a New Testament. Because they will keep, it's like saying, you have to keep going back. Now, some of you will not be thinking, it's Isaiah. With everything all this in your mind is, it's Isaiah that wrote it. Isaiah wrote this one, not Isaiah. So, there is a spirit that you would have read what? Isaiah to understand what is going on in this Matthew 2. I many seeing you have seen it? so they will have, they will keep taking you back like like that they'll just keep taking you back they will keep taking you back and let's let's look at uh, Matthew 3 to show you to show you again to show you to show you again what's what is going on look at Matthew 3 let's see Uh, let's see chapter Let's see from verse, uh, look at the, like Matthew 3 verse 3, look at Matthew, Matthew 3 verse 3, he says in those days, okay, for this is he that was spoken of the prophet Isaiah saying, the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, preaching the will of the Lord, make ye the straight path. So now, in this Matthew 3 verse 3, it is expected that you have read Isaiah, Isaiah 40 verse 3, for you to understand this. Go to Isaiah 40, verse 3 and see where it was spoken. So now, you know how they teach you? Just like I gave you an example of algebra. Your teacher must have expected that you understand addition, multiplication, right? and Division, equal to, and all of those things, right? That is exactly what the writers of the New Testament are doing. They expected that you will have read that one for you to understand what they they are saying. Look at, in, look, at, look at in Isaiah 40, verse 3. It says, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert the highway of our God. What did he say in Matthew 3, verse 3? This is he that was saying, the voice of the Lord. So that means for you to understand John the Baptist's ministry. Who John the Baptist is, you must have understood the whole Testament. Are you seeing that? The Bible is work. It's like... A school, are you see why you need a teacher? <laughs> it's a school, you have to understand this now. Go to go to this now. I'm showing you, I'm showing you now. Look at even this statement that he said in Matthew 3, verse 11. What John the Baptist said in Matthew 3, verse 11, where he says that, uh, where he says in verse 11 and 12, where he says, I did baptize you with water and unto repentance, but he that cometh after me. Is mightier than I, whose shoes are worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly pour this floor and gather his wheat into the garner. But he will burn up with shaft, with unquenchable fire. Now, see where that is in Malachi 4, verse 1. Malachi 4, 1. Go to Malachi 4, 1. Put your hands there. Go to Malachi 4, 1. Malachi forward. Are you there? Yes, it says, For behold, they comment, and that shall burn as the oven, and proud, yea, you shall do wickedly and stumble. And did they comment, that shall burn up, seeth the Lord of hosts, and it shall not leave, ni- it shall not leave them, neither roots. No branch. He's talking about the same thing in verse 12, where he says, He will gather the witch with unquestionable fire. So that would mean that you cannot even understand the New Testament, what we call New Testament now, without you not reading the Old Testament. I don't know if I've seen this now. I don't know if I've seen these guys. I don't know if you, I don't know if you understand it to this point. Let me see your hands. Okay, look. So, in Bible hermeneutics, I want us to take a short break. So, in Bible hermeneutics, the attention is on interpreting the Bible. And that's within its content. In explaining the text together, it's vital for us to endeavor to allow the interpretation of one text. It's vital for us to endeavor not to allow, sorry, the interpretation of one text contradict that of another. So, there should always be a textual flow of the interpretation of the book of the Bible. There must be a textual flow of the books of the Bible. So, in placing credence to more specific details, understanding of words, and makeup of sentences and all of those things that are important in Bible text, we must refer to, there is something we must also refer to, Bible entomology, that is the entomology of words. Now, let me just explain this before we take a short break. So, in Bible etymology, what can be explained and what can be examined historically? One of the things we're going to see probably today, or not, and if not today, okay, we're going to see historical interpretation of text, how to explain the Bible historically. We're going to see it in the next session. So, in other words, interpretation of words using the Old and New Testament of the Bible entails examining the background concepts. And I'm also going to teach you maybe not in this series I'm going to teach you how we can also do research and study the historical world so let's see it's just like um, in Egypt there are certain things they use just like I remember, if have seen the word Urim and Turing in the scriptures don't know if have seen that word in, in, in Exodus Urim and Turing, Urim and Turing? okay look at it at one go to at one let me show you something. I need to, I need you guys to, your mind to be expanded on the scriptures so a lot. Look. look at that one. Look at in this. Uh, let's see this. Oh, uh, all right. Let's see this. 20 let's see for verse uh, 26 look at what they did in verse 26 in out 26 he says and they gave forth their lots and the lot fell upon matthias and he was numbered among the eleven they just did they casted lots now that their casting lots was a custom of their day not a custom of their day but a, a, a look at look at some look at where it was used in um, Leviticus 16 verse 8. Go to Leviticus 16 verse 8. Go to Leviticus 16 verse 8. So now if you are reading in Act 1 that they casted Lot before they picked a replacement for Judas and all of those things, they prayed though. Now, if you read that same act, they prayed, right, guys? If you notice they prayed. But they also did something. They casted lots. I'm going to expand for that the reading on the spirit much times on those things later. Look at the Leviticus 16, verse 8. Look at in verse 8, it says, "And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats: one lot for the Lord, and the lot for the scapegoat." Meaning, Aaron will do something like pick which one is going to. Let's say there are two goats here, Aaron is going to pick which one is going to go for the Lord and which one is going to be a scapegoat. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. And look at what is happening. In the New Testament, they were not doing it for men. They now say they casted lots to pick men, a replacement for, for Judas. Are you seeing something now? It's to show you that. Now, that casting lot was like saying, just like how we do in our today's world, Let's, let's turn the castle of Lot in our today's world too. mini-mini-mini-manimo, father like, daughter-life, mini-mini-manimo, Anyway, is the world. But they had their own custom of how they were doing it in, in their world. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So that would mean, when you read the Bible, there were certain things that you will read that you cannot find in our today's world. Let's use an instance their dates for instance in the 17th month ah do we have 17th month in our today's world are you seeing are you seeing are you seeing something that's to tell you that even their calendar was different so but you know what we do now we we'll say one is the number of god two the number of double three um trinity Ah, no, it's like you have been to certain places. Three, Four. I shall know that. Seven is perfection. Eight is new beginning. Nine is God of the 11th. No. 11th hour is God of the 11th hour miracle. That's 11. Nine is. Ah. I forgotten. Ten. Double digit. Double grace. Five is grace. Five is grace. Hmm? Five, uh, ten is double grace. Eleven is. Ah, I don't know. 12 is order. Eh? God of the level tower, That is the near miracle. And 12 is order. Yeah, yeah, order. You see, on the 12th, on seven is rest, perfection. On the 7th day, the Lord rested. And look at rest too. Rest in the Bible does not mean physical. He says, look at Hebrews 4. Let me show you that. Let me show you rest. But you know, many of us, we just read, rest, go and sleep. You mean God went to sleep. <laughs> so, look at Hebrews 4. <laughs> then Hebrews 4, verse 1. Or let's start from verse 3. Or let's start let's start from, uh, let's start from Hebrews 4, verse 1. He says, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. So, how can rest mean sleep if they say it's a place we have to enter? So, that means the writer now of Hebrews would have expected that you have read and understood what? Genesis, Genesis 1. Are you seeing the Bible now? The words are still the same, the language are still the same. But it is not you that is having a problem. It, so, are you see, how many of you have listened to series 1 when I explained the code, the decoder, and the encoder? I do you, you remember that thing. You ha, we are still going to study that one again. We have to. So, a lot of things needs to be said. So, one of the things i am still going to teach us, as the years progress, probably not in this series, is how, let's say, for that usage of loss now, how we can study history to find out what that their lot means and how they use it and what is happening and how we can now see it in our today's world. Don't forget, the word of Moses now is different from the word of um, the apostles. Are you getting what I'm saying? But they were still using the same thing in the apostles in the in, in in the New Testament. And we can simply say, that apostle, we can say the book of Acts is closer to us than Moses' time. Are you seeing it? And they still say they casted lots. So, what will that lot mean? We'll study it later. No, now. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? So the Bible has to be explained properly. So what so just just before we take a short break, so when we said, when we say Bible entomology, um it means that uh in interpretations of word order, the old testament and new testament books of the Bibles. Explain, we have to explain the background concept of many things and one fundamental rule of Bible amenautics is to read the Bible like a believer who was present when the epistles was written. You have to sit down in their audience. Such believer must be trained and schooled in the heart of practicing and reading the Bible as a Bible scholar. That is somebody who deliberately and determines to read the Bible together. So are you saying that you have to to read the Bible together as one? You see that even as at Hebrews 1, Hebrews 4, they were still talking about rest. So that shows that if you do not understand the rest of Genesis 1, you are obviously going to miss the entire meaning of rest throughout the Bible. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's just like how how we study light and darkness in Let There Be Light. And we said that light is not physical, and we, and we walk through the scriptures and to see that light was never physical, and darkness was never physical. Are you seeing it? Because if it says you are, you are, you walk in darkness. How is that going to be physical? It cannot have been physical in Genesis one. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that would mean that you have to read the entire Bible together. So that shows that if you have started the Bible from Genesis one to just read and understand and you are effectively and properly taught, you will not have missed it. I don't figure if you get what I'm saying. You will not. So, as I end in this session, God's communication is found within human language and you must always understand that. The way God communicates to men, he has always communicated in human language. But one thing you must take caution of is that every form of, we must always avoid every form of mischief, that is, every form of misinterpretation must be avoided. So it is safe to have all that. To consistently use the scripture, we must, to, it is safe to, to consistently use the scripture to explain other scriptures. That is why, if you notice the way we teach here, we use scripture to explain scripture. We don't just bring one thing from the apocrypha, or one thing from one mystery. We use the scriptures to explain the scriptures, so that you are effectively groomed and you are effectively understand understand it. And like, I, I, I will end this place, I will end this session by saying statement like, "Can I again, said If churches could do their work effectively, there will be no need for a Bible school. I believe it. I believe it because the church." Just like how today now we're having a Bible seminar and all of those things, the church is where people with the thoughts and good and effectively taught. Just like yesterday night, like I was showing you how Philip and how Stephen Philip were effectively able to explain the scripture. Were they in the Bible school? No. It was just from what the apostles taught them, and they were effectively able to open the scriptures. And you get to what I'm saying. All right, let's take a five minutes or 15 minutes break. And we'll be back for next session.